Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by actress, trailblazer, brilliant businesswoman, eternal fountain of youth, New York Times bestselling author, last but not least, gay icon, and many other monikers, the one and only Miss Suzanne Summers. <laughs> See, that's why I live in Palm Springs. It's um, a, a very gay town and I have so much fun here. I just went to the acupuncturist. Yes. And when I walk in, there's a group of guys saying, you look awesome. We love you. I said, this is why I live here. It's great. <laughs> Palm Springs, the gays represent in Palm Springs, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, we call it the gay 90s. You have to be gay or 90 to live here. One of those things, right? Yes, I have a lot of yeah. friends in Palm Springs. And see, the gays love you. You can't even go to the acupuncturist without being stopped. <laughs> How has the pandemic been going for you and Alan? What has been going on? Well, um, actually, you know, you have to make the best of everything. So it was shitty, the pandemic for everybody, everybody. But I happened to have had a terrible accident. I fell um, actually, uh, Alan took my hand to walk down the stairs and he hit a boulder because we live in the rocks and he went down and I went down on top of him and I ended up breaking my neck, my spine, fracturing my hip, my jaw, everything. So I had to go to bed and I had to go to bed for most of the pandemic. But the nice thing is that Alan Hamill went to bed with me and he stayed with me and he brought food to me and uh, we actually had a really good time. <laughs> And it didn't affect my work life all that much because I write for a living and you can do that anywhere. And I do three Facebook live shows a week. And so initially I would do the Facebook live shows from bed 
And then um, I had to wear, oh, this was the hardest part. I had to wear a dog collar for two months, 24 seven, sleep in and everything. It was just awful. But I did the shows with my dog collar and I thought, you know, Facebook Live is a slice of life and this is my life right now. And now I'm on the other side of it and I'm walking perfect again and I don't have a limp and I don't have uh, any issues really. And I think, I think because I've always walked my talk and I, uh, when I took this fall, I was in perfect health. And so it was an easier rebound for me than it might have been had I been in um, uh, poor health. And I bet you that's the first time you wore a dog collar in your life. First time. Yeah. I don't care to ever do it again. Oh, here comes my cat. My cat is in love with the speakerphone. Oh, welcome. <laughs> welcome the cat. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Gloria. Oh, welcome, Gloria. And I'm sure <laughs> your fans and people watching the Facebook lives did not mind you being in a dog collar. No, you know, I think I have an amazing connection and I have a very, very large constituency of millions. And um, I've always told them the truth. I've always walked my talk. I've always been very open about my life. I have no mystery other than being the mysterious blonde in the Thunderbird. Um, but other than that, I, I have made my living by being frank and honest. And uh, so this is just what I was going through. And it helped them to understand, you know, when they're going through similar things, you have to find the good. I could have laid here and think, poor me and why me and why, I don't know, my, my neck and oh, why? And, um, and I first I thought, because I, 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 I will say this braggingly, I have nice legs. And um, when I fractured my hip, they had to insert a rod into my leg. And I thought, oh, what's that? I, I told the surgeon, I said, I want you to look at a picture of my legs before you do this so that you're really careful. But you know what? You can't even, there's not, there's a little teeny scar from where he inserted it. But you can't, you can't see it. And every day as I lay here, and if I'd have even a moment where I'd have a poor me moment, and I, I tell you, it was a moment. I would think about uh, what's, what's going on in the rest of the world, what people are going through. And I have love in my life and health and I love my career. I love my work. I love my family. And I have so much going for me. And I think if we all focus on the good, um, then it help, helps you through the bad times, the dark times. And I also feel that um, the the bad times or dark times, however you want to refer to it, are opportunities to learn and grow. And uh, I have. Did you? Absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, you mentioned your husband, Alan, was in bed right next to you. You know, you guys yeah. met when you were a prize model on yeah. a game show and he was the yeah. host. And yet, yeah. like, you've had one of the most successful marriages, really, that I can think of in Hollywood history. So, uh, Suzanne, I am a single girl. Like, tell me, what is what is the secret well, chemistry has a lot to do with it. You know, when I met him, I was 20 years old and um, I just knew him. I don't know why I walked into that TV studio, having never been in a TV studio. I was a lousy prize model. I, he, he was the host, but I got fired the first day, but he asked me out on a date. But when I was standing there looking at him, there was just something. And um, I, I still feel that way. I you know, we are riding, we have a little cart that takes us up and down the hillside here and it's called a funicular. And um, he was standing there with his shirt opened and uh, taking in, yeah, he went, ah, vitamin D. 
And I was just looking at this gorgeousness. He's so beautiful. So I think there's chemistry. And then I think it's really important to give each other a lot of attention. I mean, why do you get into a relationship? You don't get into a relationship because you want to argue and disagree and be pissed off all the time. You get into a relationship because it feels good and you want attention. So I give him a lot, a lot of attention and vice versa. And then this is the first time, well, I did have breast cancer 20 some odd years ago. Um, but this was a real, uh, I, I, this was the first time I've ever been down flat on my back. I wasn't allowed to get out of bed and man, did he come through for me? He had to do everything for me. And I mean, everything. And it was just, he kept saying, I'm privileged to do this. I feel honored and how great. So um, I, I also, let's throw in some luck. You'll find it. You'll find it. But I don't know that you can look for it. I think it, it appears in front of you. And when, when it appears in front of you, uh, tune into your feelings and your, your, how your body's feeling. And it might be telling you something that you might otherwise not have listened to. That's good advice. And look, you got fired on the first day, you lose the job, but you get the man. So that's not a bad, that's not a bad calculation. Well, you know, speaking of him showing up for you in many ways, like you and Alan made some headlines recently um, for your very steamy sex life. (laughs) What keeps you guys so active? Well, um, you know, I I wrote a book this year, uh, again, it's my 27th book called A New Way to Age. And there is. And uh, what I was trying to tell people my age old and people older than me and also the, the up and comers, you know, the 50 year olds, the 40 year olds, that aging is about worn out parts and that the body tells you the body's talking all the time. Aches, joint aches um, uh, for women who lose their hormones and men who lose their hormones. You lose them, too. I for women, I call it the seven dwarves of menopause, itchy, bitchy, sleepy, sweaty, bloated, forgetful and all dried up. That's all a language. If you're itching, that's your body going, something's missing. If you're in a bad mood, your body's going, something's missing. If you, if you don't have a real reason to be in a bad mood and you go through every one of those dwarves. And that is the body saying you have declined in hormones. Aging is about worn out parts. So we decline in hormones. We decline in nutrients. We decline in minerals and there are a few other things. And the body's going to tell you all the time, you know, if you got joint issues. Uh, I don't, but if you do, it's probably um, uh, hormonal or nutritional or mineral. And what's great today is that there are new kinds of doctors, not the old kind, you know, the old style doctor does what he does and listens to your heart and does these things and they're great. But the world is different now. We're under the greatest environmental assault in the history of humanity. we are, uh, 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 each one of us has uh, toxicity levels. You know, cancer is really just toxins in your body. All disease is toxin. Even Hippocrates way, way, way back when said all disease starts in the gut. And um, I recently, um, I started hearing from my constituency, I'm bloated. I, I um, uh, constipated, I can't sleep, I'm dog tired. And all, all, all the, everything they were saying, I was thinking, oh, you all have gut problems. And remember disease starts in the gut. If you don't start paying attention to all those things, bloating, constipation, dog tired, 
uh, stringy hair, uh, dry skin, all those things, it's, it's, you're probably going to have some major issue as a result of not listening to the body language. So I got together with our formulators and we made this smoothie powder. I know it sounds benign and simple and all that, but it's loaded with all the stuff that you and I didn't eat today. Did you have marshmallow root today? I did not. <laughs> I don't think I had it anytime recently. <laughs> right. Or um, uh, a fermented pea protein or fermented brown rice, pro all, all these things that um, help to, to uh, seal the barrier wall in the GI tract. And why do you care? Chemicals come into your body in three major pathways, through your skin and what you put on your skin, through the food you eat. Um, so if you're eating non-organic food or food that's been sprayed with poison, pesticides, genetically modified food, which creates an insecticide factory in your gut, um, that's the second way. And the third way is through the air we breathe. That's the hardest one of all. It's the hardest to control. Although in your house, you can use uh, toxic-free household cleaning products. I make them at Suzanne Organics at SuzanneSummers.com. And um, there are filters you can get for your indoor air, HEPA feed filters or IQ filters, uh, which really clean up the air. There are certain plants that clean up the air in your house. Um, then if you eat organic food, you're not taking in the chemicals in your GI tract. And if you're not putting chemicals on your skin, I've addressed all of these in my business because I am an entrepreneur, but mainly because I wanted it for myself. I did have cancer and I had to ask myself, what have I done in my diet and lifestyle to um, be host of this terrible disease? And I realized without realizing it by my choices, I chose it. So you have one of these smoothies every morning. It's got all of these things that seal up. They don't seal it up. They help support sealing. I can't make claims like that sealing the barrier wall. Why do you care? The barrier wall of the GI tract is the length of a tennis court. Imagine it's all like a, a you know, all wrapped up in there, but the length of a tennis court and around that barrier wall is all this mucus and that's your immune system and it all stays intact. But when the chemicals come in to your GI tract through one of those three uh, pathways, your skin, your, your GI tract, or the air you breathe, it starts eating holes in the barrier wall. So the first thing you're doing is degrading your immune system, which is probably the worst thing that could happen right now with what the, the pandemic and all that. But secondly, it's causing little leaks in the barrier wall and the chemicals in your gut leak out, leaky gut, into your bloodstream and then they go on a rampage looking for the fattiest organs and glands, the brain being the fattiest. And when they get their, make their way up to the brain, the more chemicals you get in your brain, the more the brain itself has to shrink. That's the hypothalamus, the pineal, and the pituitary. So more chemicals, the brain shrinks. The more chemicals, the brain shrinks, and so on and so on. So is it any wonder today that we have an epidemic of brain issues? It doesn't sound very you know, bad, ADD or ADHD, or OCD, or uh, dyslexia, or dyspraxia, or which now really a, 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 an epidemic, dementia, and Alzheimer's. Well, if you reverse what I just told you, it all goes back to the choices you made relative to those three major pathways. And so what I try to teach my um, constituency is 
don't put chemicals on your skin. I just read them last night at one of our shows, a um, article I read that because I can't make any claims, I'm just a writer, I'm not a doctor or a scientist, but I know a lot. Um, but these are studies saying that there's toxins in the chemicals, particularly that the, the uh, toxins and chemicals in the cosmetics that women are using. They use lipstick with lead in it and they reapply that lipstick all day long. Well, the, the brain and the body doesn't know what to do with lead or maybe you get it from your, the pipes in your house when they used to have lead pipes. So just to, like to, to put it somewhere, it puts it in the bones. And then when you break a bone, all that lead gets released into the bloodstream and makes its way right up to the brain. And lead is um, uh, a, a common um, factor with dementia and Alzheimer's. So there's, there's one thing right there. Wow. So what I'm really trying to say is we're in charge if we just are informed of how we can take charge. And so that's, uh, that's what I try to do. And it's so weird. I love being Chrissy Snow and I loved being on sitcoms and I love uh, performing in Vegas and being Las Vegas entertainer of the year along with Frank Sinatra, I might say. Um, but life is a journey. And when you follow the flow that it's asking of you, uh, albeit Alan Hamill or Chrissy Snow or Las Vegas or um, being on the road where I started writing the books and learning all of this information that I never thought uh, about doing, but I, I do know how to explain it and it, it gives me purpose. And what a great thing if we could reverse this awfulness that's happening to everyone's health. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shape. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Hey ladies, look, I know you guys work so hard trying to keep that career together, but hopefully you are taking some time to yourselves. If you haven't already done so, you need to discover Dame. Dame is the only one-stop shop you need to discover all your pleasure with their thoughtfully engineered toys. They also, shh, have discreet shipping, hassle-free returns, and the toys are a whole lot of fun. For example, you guys are going to love the Eva. It's a hands-free couples vibrator. It's designed to enhance partner play without getting in the way. Now I got to tell you about the Palm for when you're alone. Listen, exploring your pleasure on your own helps you get in touch with, you know, yourself, learn more about what you like, and guess what? 
that leads to better sex with your partner. And like I said, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days, so your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Power up your pleasure with Palm or any of the other toys from Dame Products. Go to dameproducts.com and enter code VELVETROPE for 15% off your order. That's right. Dameproducts.com. Enter code VELVETROPE and you get 15% off. And oh, hey ladies, don't forget to have fun. No one is going to argue with that. I mean, yeah, yeah. You have done a lot of everything. I want to get into some of your new products too in a minute. But speaking of Chrissy Snow, you know, people still talk about Three's Company as if it was yesterday. Like, what do you think it was about that show that makes it so iconic? Well, it was a, a magical time in the television era. If you're going to be on television, probably the perfect time. There are only three choices, NBC, ABC, and CBS. Um, I think there was a chemistry between Suzanne Summers and John Ritter that was magical. And um, Joyce DeWitt was, and she didn't enjoy this role, but she was the setup person for um, Chrissy and Jack to spar. It was easy to understand. It was simple. I was in Israel and people are saying that they learned English watching Three's Company. I was with um, Prime Minister Netanyahu last spring and he said, I know all about the books, but I've been watching you for 25 years. He said there was one television station in Israel and one sitcom and it was Three's Company. So it's been all over the world. And Chrissy Snow, uh, to me, I think of her as different from me. She's appealing. She's she's a, a woman child. Uh, she has a circuitous route to logic. She never tells a lie. She'd never steal your husband or boyfriend or girlfriend or anybody. So uh, there's some people felt protective of her. And I noticed in the uh, gay pride parade, so many uh, participants dress up as Chrissy Snow. It's so uh, flattering to me. Like, wow, how great all these years later. So my only regret, I have very few regrets in life. My only regret was getting fired from Three's Company. I seem to get fired a lot. <laughs> um, I asked to be paid, but the men were being paid at that time because all the men were making 10 to 15 times more than I was on lesser shows. And then including John was making so much more money than me. So when my contract was up, we went to the producers and they wanted to put a stop to Laverne and Shirley had just renegotiated and gave ABC a colonic. And so they had decided before I even walked into that lawyer's meeting that we have to stop this. So we take the biggest female star on television and fire her to stop all the other actresses from having the audacity. So I was so sad to um, be fired from that show because I loved the job. But I was particularly sad that I didn't get to finish the character of Chrissy Snow. I had so much more I was going to do with her and, and have her grow and become, you know, something that no one would ever forget. But the fact that what you just said, maybe it was enough. Maybe they'll never forget her. Maybe it was enough. And clearly, had I stayed on that show, I would have continued doing sitcoms, but I wouldn't have done all these other things, which I think are pretty valuable. So in the big picture from, you know, 350 feet, um, in with perspective, I think it's all gone as it should have. I think so. And I mean, to your point, it's all these years later, many, many decades and 
we have people in the gay pride parade, you know, dressing not as Suzanne <laughs> Summers, who is an iconic gay icon, but as Chrissy. So I think Chrissy made her mark on the world, Suzanne. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> what about, you know, there's always this talk about like the reboots, you know, the reboots of Three's Company. You know, I hear yeah. that a lot. Like, how do you feel about that? Nobody's alive. It would be me and Ju- Joyce, and that's not the show. Nobody's alive. So, I, you know, I'm friends with all the friends. I'm, I, I, I keep saying to Courtney, you are so lucky that you're all alive and, and you get along. But um, uh, it, would, it would essentially, what, be Chrissy alone in a, an apartment? That's no fun. <laughs> no. Did you watch the Friends reboot or reunion, I should say? Uh, do you know, I know all of them. I don't know where to see it. Where do I see it? It was on, I believe, I watched it. I believe it was on HBO Max, which is streaming uh, on that. I'm pretty sure oh, on the computer. Okay. I'm going to watch it tonight because I'm going to her house on the 4th. And I don't want to be the only one in the room that hasn't seen it. Is it a, do they redo a show or just uh, all of them sitting around a couch talking? Sitting around a couch talking. Oh, oh. I'd love to see them reboot the show itself. <sighs> that would be, I was going to say... If you need a copy, I'm sure you can just call Courtney and she'll send you some yeah, copy yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. She'll do it before the fourth. Um, yeah. How do you feel about, you know, to your point, like you were fired and like, where do you think the world is now? You know, like there are still actresses, I feel that don't really stand up and fight for this. Like, is this still a problem or no, we've come so far? Uh, I'm not in that world. Um, I work for myself. But what I'm observing is they're getting what they deserve um, in terms of uh, compensation. We're in a new, you know, the Me Too world and all that. I don't think anyone would dare do to any uh, actress what happened to me. If that, if what happened to me happened today, I'd own ABC. <laughs> yes, you would. Yeah. Yeah. So that era is over. I got the worst of it. But probably in the biggest picture, I got the best of it because um, somehow getting fired, even though they had a major campaign against me, they didn't just fire me. They, they were kind of cruel about it. They used their, uh, you know, uh, bottomless pockets to put out a campaign that I was greedy and who did I think I was and discredit me. And, um, you know, I showed up for work on time every day and I delivered every week and I, 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 I came through, but then the worst was, um, cause we had, my contract was up in the middle of, of, um, at the end of the season. So we went in halfway through the season to, um, get it in place so that next September, when we went into season seven, that there'd be no problem. So because they fired me halfway through the, uh, I, I don't know if it was the fifth or sixth season, I always get numbers mixed up. Um, in order to get compensated financially for the rest of the season, they forced me to come once a week on Fridays uh, through a back door, had a guard meet me. Uh, they put a little set with a, a wing chair and, a, and a, a, a pole lamp. And I did one minute saying, yeah, she's still sick. I know I miss you too. I hope so. Okay. Bye. And that way they could use my name in the credits while they were looking for a new Chrissy Snow. And it was so, it was, it was humiliating for me to be put on. I wasn't even allowed on the set. They didn't need to be cruel like that. So it was a different time. They wouldn't get along away with it today. 
and maybe in retrospect, maybe I'm part of why they uh, can't treat women like that anymore. They lost a lot of money. I forget how much but my husband was at the the um, syndicators convention and there was something like the, the amount of billions of dollars they lost by um, uh, uh, eroding that chemistry because the shows without the Christy Snow character never sold for the um, same price and a lot of stations wouldn't even buy them without Christy Snow. Wow. Yeah. Those, those, I mean, listen, when I think of Three's Company, I mean, and I've seen all the seasons, that's what I think of. Yeah. What about, I mean, I know you're busy. I want to talk about some of your products and, you know, your books and everything, but like, do you, would you ever go back to a full-time role or like a part-time role, like on a sitcom or like, do you miss acting like on a daily basis? I mean, you're busy doing all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, what I, I, I love what I'm doing. If I'm performing, I love, love performing live on stage. I had a a residency at the Westgate Hotel two years ago and just loved it, had my own room. And um, God, I, I used to, um, uh, I, the show that I put up that I had, I've done everything. I've done big production shows. I was the star of the Moulin Rouge at the Hilton for a couple of years. I've, I've done all, I've always had lots of dancers and a big 36 piece orchestra and all that. I wanted to, in this room I had at the Westgate, I wanted to bring it way down and do a very Frank Sinatra kind of, show where you come out no script you talk to the audience you sing to them you got a cool uh, smaller band behind you and it was so successful so that's what I I plan on doing more of that I just you know all the all the rooms were closed this year and because of my injury I couldn't do it this year but um, sitcom would have to be the right one I, I had the good fortune of being on two great ones Three's Company and Step by Step I did a couple other series um, that, you know, not all series are created equal. I think one was called She's the Sheriff, which I really didn't enjoy doing very much because I hated the outfit. <laughs> and um, I think I did another one. I did Candid Camera, did a track fast. But, so I've done a lot of series, but the two, you know, seven years on Step by Step and five or six years on Three's Company. And they were blissful. Working with Patrick Duffy was and is uh, still a joy. I had suggested um, a, a show where you would imagine that um, Chrissy Snow and Jack Tripper eventually got married and they had a child and the child was Jason Ritter. And I had uh, suggested this to Jason's people um, and that the show would be me and Jason, but that John would appear as a hologram because it'd be like he was back and alive. But Jason doesn't want to do anything reminiscent of what his father did. Uh, so that kind of went out of the way. That was the last time I got kind of turned on by thinking about doing a series again. Wow. That's a brilliant idea. And you would never do it like, you know, with another actor besides Jason. Uh, the marketing is so much better. Suzanne Summers and John Ritter's son, Jason. And I guess that's what he didn't want. But that's a marketer's dream. Suzanne Summers and Fred Schmo is not a marketer's dream. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. And I have chill, chills thinking about you and Jason Ritter. That is a marketer's yeah. dream. That's brilliant. Yeah. 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 Oh, Jason, wherever you are, please call. <laughs> please have your people call Suzanne's people because that is what we want. What yeah. about, I mean, that, well, that would be great. 
What about you had your own talk show? Did you uh-huh. like that experience? Uh, yeah, as you can tell, I, I think I enjoy being a guest more than the host. And so I've created my own talk show. If you ever get a chance, watch me on Facebook Live. I do it most weeks, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And it's a tequila party uh, and Instagram. Actually, the Instagram audience is getting even bigger than Facebook. Wow. So uh, I found that people don't like to drink alone. But if they can have a tequila with Suzanne and Alan, and we hold it at Big Al's Bar here at our house. So they feel like they're being invited to our house. And there's no script. And... Um, you know, I answer the questions and we talk and I teach the way I just did with you and drink tequila and we get a little uh, goofy uh, most nights because by the time you've finished one stiff tequila in an hour, you're a little goofy at the end. <laughs> a little bit, right? But it's so good. It's just so yeah. good. Yeah. So, uh, so many people said they so look forward to these hours every week, especially with all the doom and gloom that's been going on. So there's nothing. I never talk politics. I don't go there. I never, ever will. It's not for anyone in my business to have any business, you know, uh, speaking out on. Um, and I just I go there to um, keep pulling and all these people have been following me all these years and reading my books and enjoying the work that I put out. Do you guys ever notice how many pairs of glasses I have? I mean, I used to spend thousands on different colors and shapes and sizes of glasses. Well, everything changed when I found Pair Eyewear. You go to their website and you pick out a base frame. I picked out the Finley because that's what looked best on me. You then choose from tons of top frames. What's a top frame? Exactly how it sounds. The top frame goes over your base pair of glasses. I picked the solid black Finley. So I now have a great solid black pair of glasses, but then the top frames, they have a whole sparkle series. I mean, literally that comes in every color. So on top of my base, I could have pink sparkle glasses, purple sparkle glasses, blue sparkle glasses. They have camo. I can get green camo. It doesn't stop there. White camo, red camo, orange camo. So literally the frames would start at $60. You buy one pair of frames and that $60 includes the prescription. And then you can get thousands of toppers. Literally you can change your glasses every single day. Get glasses as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, starting at just $60. Go to paireyewear.com slash velvet and now you get 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at P-A-I-R, eyewear.com slash velvet. I've seen some of your Instagram lives. They're uh-huh. Uh-huh. fun, aren't they? I'm a huge fan. Yes. And listen, if you're going to throw in the tequila, that's, that's really good too. <laughs> yeah. What do you... Bring your own tequila. <laughs> you say so you like that better than the talk show. What about like what's going on? Like, you know, with some of the recent talk show stuff, you know, like Ellen now is leaving and they say it's because, you know, of her reputation for being mean and like Suzanne, uh, not Suzanne, Sharon Osbourne, you know, that whole thing. And like, what do you think about all of these like cancel culture as it relates to like talk shows? Yeah, it's kind of give me a break. You know, I, I've known Ellen for 30 years and Sharon, and I've never seen one inkling of that behavior. Now, you know, when you're working, um, I don't believe anyone ever deserves to be yelled at. Uh, but sometimes tempers get hot because the stakes are high and maybe that happened. I don't know. But um, it sounded like there was a lot of disgruntled 
employees. And so there's always some truth to something, but how do I know? I only have known the best of Alan and the best of Sharon, and I've always had a lot of fun with them. I, I just, that's why I want to work for myself. I don't want to work for anyone. When I work for myself and I don't take any positions politically in any way, I, I don't talk about woke or anything like that. So that just leave me alone. Just let me do what I do. Just let me be Suzanne Summers, and all that that is. And uh, it's working out great. So I do have my own talk show, my way. Yes, you do. As, I, as I get saying. it. Yeah, I, I yeah, get you're it. doing it too. I, and I've had a different business that I sold. It had nothing to do with this. It was corporate. But I am all. I am like the entrepreneurial spirit. And it sounds sexy to work for someone else and like big network attached. And then when you start to like scratch below the surface, you're like. Like you said, you're Suzanne Summers, how you want to be. You're, you're Yeah, you're exactly. You've chosen what I've chosen. You're in control of you, your life, your work, and so am I. And so I'm not beholden to anyone. Nobody's making me do or say or be anything. And, um, you know, and I, uh, I, I just really, really, really enjoy my life a lot. I'm happy. It shows. <laughs> Who would you, I mean, like you are friends, like you've known Ellen forever, you say, Sharon, like, I, I know that you know all the friends. Is there someone, I know, you know, Barry Manilow, like, is there someone in the Hollywood scene that like, we, you know, the world would be shocked to say like, wow, Suzanne Summers is really good friends with that person, you know, just because like they're from a different demographic or they're not lo- located near you or, you know, and you have any Hollywood friends that we would be like, wow, well, that's an odd pairing, but we, we are here for it. A couple that you'd never imagine. Do you know who Matt Sorum is? That name Guns sounds really wow. Guns, Guns and Roses, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Matt Sorum and his wife Ace Harper Sorum are real good friends of ours. And then uh, Billy uh, Gibbons uh, is a good friend with ZZ Top. And you wouldn't expect that of me because I'm. Um, that's not even my music. My music is uh, the Great American Songbook and Sinatra esque and. And then another good friend of mine is Steve Lawrence, member of Steve and Edie. And Steve and Edie used to be friends. Um, all the Vegas people are friends of mine. You know, we're all working there all the time. And um, uh, that was a, a thrilling era when, um, when the strip in Vegas was lit up so bright with all these great names. It'd be, you know, up and down the strip. And on, if Sinatra was in town, the lights shone even brighter on the strip. And on Sunday nights when Sinatra was in town, he'd invite all the headliners from the different hotels to his dressing room for a party after. And wow, there'd be Sammy Davis and Dean Barton and Rodney Dangerfield and George Carlin and, uh, uh, and Frank and whoever, Shirley MacLaine. And uh, uh, just like this room full of incredible people. And one night, wow. Frank, Frank comes up to me in his dressing room and goes, you know, kid, you got a good sound. And I said, thanks. He said, you're not breathing. No, G, breathing right. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, you sing like those singing teachers uh, teach you from the diaphragm. I said, yeah. He said, you got to sing from your peep. I said, what's your peep? And he said, your peep. And he looks down. And I went, oh. And he said, and also you pull from me, but you're behind. And so I started pulling my air from my peep and my behind. And. I started singing better. <laughs> wow. So that's, that's my singing lesson from Frank Sinatra. <laughs> have you ever been to a Guns N' Roses concert? No, but I have to, because I feel 
when I'm with them, I feel embarrassed that I haven't, but I, I watch all his videos. He posts them on my Facebook. So I watch them. He's fantastic. He's fun. He's cool. And uh, his wife is a doll and she just had a virtual baby shower. And that was fun. I went to that. The music the is so good. It's such good music. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I, I love am... a good drummer. There's nothing like a good drummer. I, I like a good drummer. What about, do you get starstruck? I mean, you know, everyone, I mean, are you at that point or do you still like just meet someone and you're like, wow. I mean, I not, imagine you don't. Yeah, not, not in our business. Cause, um, that layer that I just talked to you, they're all gone now. I'm the next layer. And, uh, everybody that's still alive in my layer, um, we're all friends and it's, it's not starstruck. I do get kind of heady around, uh, prime ministers and presidents of the United States. And, um, uh, you know, I, I, I was good friends with both Bush presidents, liked them a lot. Um, uh, just cause I met them at different places, uh, not necessarily the politics. So when you're around someone who runs a country, it's impressive. It's just impressive. That is impressive. Let's turn to some of your products in infomercials. Uh-huh. Do you love doing infomercials? I mean, are they as fun as it seems to me or is it? No, no, thank you. This is just a business and they're not that fun at all. Well, you don't, I wouldn't do one unless I love the product. Like with the thigh master uh, that all started. I mean, we had the product and we're thinking about how to market it at the time. Cause that was right after the firing. And I bought this pair of shoes. They're Manolo Blahniks and they're $565 and they're just plain. They just had a pointy toe and great toe cleavage and the right arch. I have a real high arch and a, the great height heel. And they make your legs look great. And I'm standing in my dressing room in my bra and underpants. And I put on the shoes and I think, wow, that looks great. And Alan's going to think I'm crazy for, um... hey, Al, yeah. can you turn that off? Um, he just turned on some music. Uh, sorry about that. Um, okay. I almost going to think I'm crazy for spending so much money on a plain pair of shoes. So I walked out into his dressing room and I said, like my new shoes. And he looks at my shoes and he goes, great legs. And I went, oh my God, that's the Thighmaster commercial. <laughs> and if you recall the Thighmaster commercial, it started on those shoes and worked its way up by bare legs with Alan off camera saying great legs. We stopped counting at selling 10 million of those. So that was great. So that, yes, that's fun. Uh, and right now I started telling you about gut renew. You know, when you're an entrepreneur and as, I, as are you, Alan always says, you know, you just keep throwing stuff against the wall and eventually something sticks. Thighmaster, of course, stuck. And it's still selling today all over the world and, and the Buttmaster. I just sent a Thighmaster to Chloe Kardashian. So I'm next going to send the Buttmaster to... Um, her sister. And um, the, the, the gut, I just listened to my people. They were telling me, what can we do for my gut? So this smoothie powder, they started telling you about, you can either buy one bag and just see if it starts making your stomach feel better and that you, you know, you start pooping and uh, get rid of the bloating and moving all the sludge that's in your GI tract out of your body because that's going to be toxic and make you sick or you can do what we have the 30-day uh, gut renew challenge which 
I can't even believe the success of this smoothie powder. I just ordered um, like a month ago, maybe two months ago, 72 tons of it. That's how wow. huge the response has been. And that says to me, that's how huge the problem is. So that, that those things are fun. I like doing well while doing good and um, working for myself. And life is good. And who doesn't like a good smoothie? And I did see that you sent that. Did you see Chloe said that she wants, that she can't believe it and she wants to take that and put it in plexiglass and she can't believe it's signed <laughs> by you. So I saw that in people. <laughs> and, your <She's> plan, <laughs> and your plan is to now send the butt master to Kim? Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to sign that as well? Of course. It's worth so much more signed. I also just sent one to Dick Van Dyke, who uh, was honored at the Kennedy Center. He's a good friend of mine. And uh, man, is he deserving. And he's just a bright light. 90, what is he, 95 now? Yeah. And still got it. And he dances. And, and when you're with him, he can't stop dancing. So I sent him a thigh master to, you know, keep on keeping on. Speaking of Dick Van Dyke, I know you made a cameo on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, you know, through Miss uh-huh, Eileen yep. Davidson. Would you ever, you know, be a housewife if someone came knocking? I don't think so. It's not my, um, it's not my vibe. You know what I mean? I, 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 what I do with Alan is real and true and it's my vibe and all that. So I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And besides, if I did that, I'd have to work for somebody else. Now we go into that problem, you know? I think you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Do you like, <laughs> do. do you like shows like Keeping Up With The Kardashians? I know you said, you know, Kris Jenner and like, do you love shows like that? Like, oh, do you I, watch? Yeah, I think they are a phenomenal success. They're no accident. That's that. I mean, how, what is it? 20 years, 14 seasons. And Chris Jenner is a magician. They're they fantastic. It's like people used to love to put down Paris Hilton. I used to say, I admire Paris Hilton. She's, she's taken the I'm an heiress thing and turned it into something that it never would have been. You know, when your great grandfather is that wealthy, and I knew Baron Hilton, by the time it trickles down from to the kids, to all the grandkids, to the, the, the great grandkids, there's, it's spread pretty thin. This, Paris Hilton is making a million dollars a night. And, and I just noticed yesterday that she's going to be at one of the Vegas hotels. I think I saw a Hilton on the top, but I don't, I'm trying to think of, I don't think there is a Hilton there right now, but maybe there is. I haven't been there for a couple of years. And of course she's going to do great there. She comes out, she'll look like a million bucks and uh, do her DJ show there. And it's a perfect venue for that. And everyone wants to go out now. People are right. I, I live in New York City and I am out at night now and the world is, people are itching to get out. I didn't even know Paris oh, yeah. was going to be in Vegas. That's like, that is brilliant. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And what happened in this pandemic is the creative people got real creative. And I consider myself a creative person. We all figured out how to make this work for us rather than against us. So I wasn't, you know, I had to sit home, but I had to like, how, how do I sit at home and recover from this injury and um, make it worth my while and fun and a business? And I did. And so that's what Paris did. That's what the Kardashians have done. So it's like, look at what you are and um, don't try to be something you are not. Just capitalize on what you are. And those people are the successful people. 
you should travel around and give tours on business advice. You know, like when you think of like, you are an actor, like you've really, like you have an empire, Suzanne. And I, I, I am all about the business. I am all about yeah. the business myself. I am all about like, how do you keep the business moving forward? What do you do next? I think that's the true entrepreneur spirit, you know? Yeah. Otherwise you have to work for someone. <laughs> yes. Is there something like you haven't done in your career, like dancing with the stars? Was that a highlight for you? Like, what was that like? Is there something like entertainment wise that you're like, I still think I want to do that one. I did, as you know, dancing with the stars yeah. and I liked it, didn't love it. Cause again, I wasn't in control of um, how I was put out there. Uh, and I like to be the best at everything I do. And there's no way you can be the best when you're dancing with professional dancers when you're not a professional dancer. But I had a good partner, Tony Tovolani, and he took good care of me. And um, it got me in shape to get ready for my residency. You know, I, I, I really, I went to the, my room that I had in Vegas as um, in the best shape I've been in my entire career. So it was good for that. Forced exercise, six, seven, sometimes nine hours a day. I mean, it's exhausting. It's hard. Yeah, but it's good. As I, I, I did Broadway. I did my one woman Broadway show, The Blonde of the Thunderbird. Really enjoyed that. Um, I, I've kind of done everything now. I, I'm wide open to what will present itself to me going forward, and that's working for me. I didn't know that the Facebook Live shows would turn into such a, and the Instagram shows would turn into such a huge thing. And, um, it's, 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 it's huge and wonderful. And so you stick I, with it. You're like very consistent with it, which is why, like, I, I always get the pop-ups and I'm like, oh, Suzanne's on again. I'm like, I love this. Yeah. Three times a week. And I am dependable. And I would eventually like to get the numbers that the Kardashians do. I, I, there's no reason I shouldn't have a billion followers. And uh, so that's what I'm working towards. That's my next on my bucket list. My next goal, a billion. Well, as you work towards that, maybe after you send the butt master to Kim, you should call and say, hey, can I take a meeting? And, you know, not that Suzanne <laughs> Summers needs any pointers, but, you know, Kim seems to be doing something right. Right. Yeah. But she'll say, do a sex tape. <laughs> that that, I, that's not going to happen. I talk about my sex life, but I'm, I'm not going to put it on tape. You asked about that. Why do I talk about my sex life? I talk about my sex life, not to for the shock value, but so that I, I, my brand is my age. I don't hide my age. I like my age. I like that I'm aging the way I'm aging. And most people think at my age and my husband's age that that part of your life is over. And I talk about it to let them know that when you restore yourself, remember aging is about worn out parts. And you put back what you've lost in the aging process, i.e. Um, primarily hormones and then nutrition and minerals, uh, you get you back and you get you back sexually too. So I talk about it so that um, um, people will know that it ain't over and I don't see any signs of anything slowing down. It's kind of incredible. I'm having like, uh, I'm in love with Alan Hamill and I'm having, I feel like I'm having an affair. It's so fantastic. Wow. Yeah. And the once you recovered during the quarantine, I imagine being home together, like, did you see an increase in your sex life due to being home together? Well, now remember, I had a broken neck, a broken spine, yeah. a fractured, fractured hip. And yeah, we still figured it out, but um, maybe not with the frequency. Although 
the the one that went out, I was on Jillian Barbary's show and, and she asked me about it. And I said, uh, she said twice a day, I said, well, today it was three. <laughs> and that was just a freaky day. But now that's the new thing. People say, you have sex three times a day. No, no. It was just, I don't know. Sometimes the mood is right. The hormones are right. And, um, and there are things I'm going to be putting out in the future that um, are natural things that um, turn on that light real strong. Um, you know, men have had the little blue pill. Women have had nothing. I've got the thing. So I'm not ready to talk about it yet, but that'll be my next big product. And that will be big. Well, I would imagine that that would be huge because the little blue pill is a freaking huge thing. Yeah. 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 I wish I thought of it. Although that's a drug. What I'm bringing out is not a drug and it will work as well or better. It turns on the, that part of the brain that um, uh, uh, elicits desire, but it, 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 it's like on steroids. So it's pretty great. Well, it sounds like the gut renew is on track to be one of your biggest products ever. Yeah, it could end up being bigger than Thymaster. That's how huge the gut issues are in this country and around the world. That's how huge it is. And remember, like I said, you know, Hippocrates said all disease starts in the gut. So if everybody's got these gut issues, it's if you don't get it fixed, it's not going anywhere good. It's just not. So I have an answer. I don't know if I have the answer, but I have an answer and it's gut renew. And who doesn't like a smoothie as we wrap up? Yeah, that tastes great. Yeah, that tastes great. Uh, listen, I, I, I'm a smoothie person. So you've already had me at smoothie. Okay. I'll have you, uh, I'll have Denise send you a, a bag and you can try it. I will. I I'm okay. completely serious. Cause I'm very okay. into all of this stuff and you know, you know what you're talking about. This is what you do. So I yeah, trust you. Yeah. Yeah, I do know what I'm talking about. You do. Um, you know, they're making a movie now of Cher's life. Like if they were going to make a movie of your life, who would you want to play you out of all these oh. actresses? Oh, I'm so glad they're doing a movie of Cher's life. Who's playing Cher? It hasn't been decided yet. I don't know if you saw, saw the Cher show on Broadway. I saw it about 90,000 yeah. times. Oh, I guess that girl could. I guess that girl could. Those are big shoes to fill. Um, she's fantastic. Playing me, I don't know. Gosh, maybe Jenny McCarthy. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Jenny and I have a, a similar rhythm, so maybe, maybe. I don't know. I've never given it a thought till just this moment. Do you know Jenny in real life? I do. I've known her for decades. Of course. And you she do. she just keeps reinventing and getting greater all the time. She's great. I could see Jenny McCarthy. Yes. And Cher, they haven't casted anyone yet, but apparently she's very hands-on Cher and she wants them just to get it right. But I don't know. I'm just putting this out into the universe. I think there needs to be a movie on Suzanne Summer's life and (laughs) maybe Jenny Mm. McCarthy. Anything else you want to leave us with? I really appreciate your time. I appreciate you answering all my questions. What else would you Well, I think you're really good at what you do and you should be the talk show host that you are. And I really enjoyed uh, having this opportunity to kind of do the gamut of um, what my life has been like for the last several decades and uh, what it'll be like going forward. So bless everybody listening and do come to Facebook Live. You'll have fun. Have a tequila with me and And to Instagram. I always forget to mention Instagram and it's such a huge audience. So Facebook or Instagram three times a week, five o'clock California time. Have a tequila with me. 
I'm going to share your Instagram and Facebook with everyone. The fact that you're saying I'm good at what I do. I mean, from an icon, like I bless you, bless you, bless you. I really appreciate that. That's very nice of you. You are expecting a bag gut renew and uh, keep doing what you're doing. Congratulations. Thank you, Suzanne. You can come back anytime. You can just keep developing products so you can keep coming back on my show. Okay. For sure. I'll tell Denise. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.